everything around me. What is going on, everybody? My name is the Shuru, and if you don't know, this is the Shuru's podcast. This is episode number forty-five. If you've made it this far, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, you know, continue to listen, continue to give me feedback. I love this kind of stuff. Um, but today's a really quick one. It's been a while. I'm sorry. Uh, finals are kicking my ass, and uh, Shuru's continuing to grow and build. I mean, Shubio is continuing to grow and build, and I'm really excited for the future, and I will be giving you guys updates on that as well. Um, But for right now, we're kind of laying low. Now, the reason I wanted to talk about this one is this one was pretty... Well, probably heard that. This one is a little bit different, and the reason that it is is because it was something that I just thought about. I really thought about this probably 10 minutes ago and was driving home and decided to do a podcast on it because I think it definitely needs to be said uh, and it definitely needs to be uh, addressed uh, because it was direct. It directly affected me um, and I wanted to kind of talk about it. Um, so the thing that I am talking about is the re- and if you read the uh, title, you probably know it's the real cost of college. Um, and in particular, uh, something that I wanted to talk about is what are the real sacrifices that people are making to come to college? Uh, before college, I knew that it was a really like, you know, it's a fun place. You see in the movies, you see in TV shows, you see all this shit, you see how fun college is, you party, you hang out with friends, you do all this shit, you have all this independence, right? But then there's the side you don't see. And it's the side that nobody in college talks to you about. None of the uh, tour guides or anybody that I ever encountered when choosing a college told me about. Uh, and it's not anything that anybody is going to tell you. Even your parents probably won't tell you about this uh, because it may scare you enough to not go to college, which may be a better choice up to you and it depends on you know your career path and all that kind of shit um but i'll just explain my story um so i'm not sure if you guys know uh but at the beginning of october i took a trip to barcelona i took a long three-week trip two-week trip but pretty much three weeks because of traveling and extra days on either side um to to uh, barcelona spain And I had been looking forward to this trip for months and months and months and months. And basically the reason I was going was because my dad is very high up at a nonprofit. Uh, His friend started it and very, very, very wealthy. And basically what happened was they bring, it's called IGE. Um, and it's called Innovative Giving Enhancement. And basically what they do is they bring students from, or not students, they bring musicians, very famous musicians, usually in the Grateful Dead folk category, and all bring them to a singular place. This time was in Barcelona. And they play at different venues for people. Now, the people that they play for are people that buy tickets to come. Tickets can range probably from like $2,500 to $4,000 a ticket. Now, that's a lot. But they get two weeks in Barcelona, a stay at a hotel, they get to see all the crazy sights in Barcelona, plus they get to listen to awesome music the whole time played by people that they usually have to pay a lot of money to go see at an arena or a a venue or something like that. So it's a really special experience and it's very, uh, it it brings the musicians closer with their fans and I thought it was really cool. So I got to go for free and I was kind of, quote, an intern there um, because, you know, I wasn't doing a whole lot, but, uh, you know. I get to go for free, so I got to do something. So the trip was incredible. I had an amazing time. I thought it was one of the best trips I've ever taken. Um, You know, I was able to drink and and have fun with people. And the, the, the main point is that I met a lot of incredibly successful people. 
because people that come to this have to be able to dish out up to $4,000 for a ticket. Most people can't spend $4,000 in an entire month span if they saved everything up, right? So these are pretty, pretty successful people. Um, and what I realized was a lot of these people were very successful entrepreneurs in their respective fields in different places. And I started talking to them and I started to understand what they do, how they do it, uh, the different uh, fields and industries that they're entrepreneurs in. Um, a couple of them were in cannabis, a bunch of them were in tech, uh, spe specifically in Seattle and in Oregon and in Northern California. Um, and it was incredible because I met and still have been connecting with and talking to a, a vast, uh, not a vast, a, a very big, a very large amount of these people. Um, and the coolest part was that they all knew who I was because I was my dad, my dad, you know, my dad is a drummer and he's a pretty famous drummer in this area. And so they all knew who I was. <clears throat> now, it was incredible. I thought that the ability to go there and talk to all these people and understand where they come from and what they do is a an experience that you can't you can't uh, create artificially, right? It's just things that happen to come together. That's life. Life is about things that come together when you least expect it, right? That's the beauty of life. That's the surprise of life. Now, the reason that I'm bringing this up is because that three weeks away from school, when school was definitely still in session, I think I missed weeks like two to five, right? The, the reason that I bring it up is because of how detrimental this trip was to my grades. Uh. Now, normally, I wouldn't care because I have a business to run. I have things that are more important to think about than fucking a test in a dumbass class I don't give a shit about, right? And you've heard me rant about that a whole bunch in a bunch of different episodes. So if you want to go listen to those, you know where my page is. Go find them. Um, there's a couple about college, one about math, I think, when I was really bad at math, still really bad at math. But anyway, besides the point, basically what's, what happened was before I left, of course I did my due diligence and I told my teachers, Hey guys, uh, leaving, going to Spain. What can I, and I asked them specifically, what can I do to make sure that I'm staying on track with the work? Because missing three weeks of school is unfortunately a fucking burden. It's bad. It's not good to miss that much school, right? So the point being is that the the, the detrimental the, the detriment that my grades uh, that's not the right word. That's not how you use that word, that's for sure. Um the trip fucked my grades up so badly that the rest of that term, the rest of this term, which I'm currently in, and it's it's the beginning of finals week, it's Monday, December 3rd. So if you ever listen to this and you want to know what day it is, it's Monday, December 3rd. It's the first week of fall finals. Now, I'm ex I've accepted the fact that I probably won't pass a whole lot of my classes. And that's okay, because I'm doing other things that are more important. But the reason that I bring it up and the problem that I have with the real cost of college is that... I'm starting to slightly regret taking this trip to Barcelona because of how how much of a detriment there it is. That's how how much of a detriment it was to my grades. And I think it is absolutely ridiculous 
that I have to fear about traveling internationally and exploring a new culture, which I believe is one of the most important things you could possibly do as a human being to understand more about life and about the career paths you want to take, especially if you're in business and especially if you're an entrepreneur. Understanding other people's cultures is one of the most important things you can do. So when I went there, I made sure that I that I, that I did it to the fullest, that I took in every single second of that experience, especially when I met and went out and met with uh, the entrepreneurs organization chapter or the entre- yeah the entrepreneurs organization chapter in Barcelona the entrepreneurs organization is a worldwide organization filled with different chapters of entrepreneurs from different cities and the founder of that entire organization his name is um, Vern Harnish and he wrote a book called the Rockefeller habits and it's a great book and I read it and when I read it I read the bio in the book and it said that Vern lives in Barcelona and I go no fucking way I want to go sit down with him and talk to him right just just talk to him about different things that are going on uh, my business just be he's a world-renowned artist or author and entrepreneur and it would be so dope to be able to talk to him so I reached out right I sent an email I got his actual email and sent him an email and he said well Benny I love your enthusiasm. I love that you're reaching out to me. Unfortunately, I don't live in Barcelona anymore, but let me get you in touch with the entrepreneurs organization, the the chapter leader in Barcelona. So if you want to think about it, it's kind of like Young Life, that fucking weird ass shit for Christians, right? But better and for entrepreneurs. That's essentially what it is. Um, And it's not Christian or religious. It's just basically chapters that talk stuff and, you you know, talk about business and do shit, you know, basically a group of entrepreneurs. So I was able to go to Barcelona and meet and talk and go out with incredibly successful entrepreneurs. These people, the youngest person after me was probably 35. I'm 20. I was 15 years younger than the youngest person in that group. They're all successful. They have houses in multiple countries. They drive Aston Martins. One of the guys told me he just bought a new Aston Martin. And I was blown away. Not just not because he bought the Aston Martin, but the fact that he's a down-to-earth person. I can have a conversation with a guy that just bought a car worth over $150,000 like he's a normal person. And it's awesome to see that. But the one thing that I really appreciated was the knowledge that he had and the the knowledge he was willing to give me. Because he was willing to give me that knowledge and the understanding of how a real successful entrepreneur who can buy fucking Aston Martins at will, he, he told me some of the keys, right? He told me some of the, quote, keys to success. And I really picked his brain about it because I was intrigued and this was the one opportunity I would have to talk to him about this, right? We went uh, to a, it was like I think six of us, we went to a a restaurant, spent like 800 euro. Uh, My pocket was crying a little bit, but it was worth it. It was worth it. So I I talked to all these people. I, I met all these incredible entrepreneurs. They took me out clubbing, which amazing. Hey, America, fucking step it up. Okay, Barcelona and European clubs kicking your ass. I don't want to see girls in short, short skirts in two degree weather in New York trying to get into a club that they'll be in for five minutes, get a drink spilled on them, cry in the bathroom drunkenly, and then leave. No, 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 no. 
I want to go to Barcelona because people there are nice and the club scene is dope as fuck. People don't wear ripped jeans. They wear suits to the club. That's baller, okay? That's fucking dope. I felt underdressed. Now, going out to these bars, going out to these clubs with these people, I realized that this is the life that I need to live. Regardless of what happens, I need to be at this level. We went to the VIP of every single club that we went to. We went to three of them that night. And it was unbelievable. Now, I'm not saying this to brag, but I'm saying this to prove a point and to continue the story. So, when I got back to Portland after this trip, my grades had plummeted so far that I thought I was going to fail every single class. Now, of course, my grades have gone back up a little bit because I did my work and shit, but the one thing that really pissed me off was the fact that in college, I have to regret taking a three-week trip to fucking Barcelona where I had incredible experiences and learned more than I ever thought I could on a simple trip. I have to regret that because people think that grades are more important. And the fact that for me to stay at this institution, I have to keep my grades up to a certain level, that the thing is, I talked to my teachers and I asked them, what could I possibly do to help this situation? What could I do so that I can get out of this trip without too much problem? Because of course, when you go places, there's going to be some problems with grades. I mean, that's, un that's, accept that's expected, right? But the shit that I had to get over because I went on this trip was uh, ridiculous. So I talked to all my teachers and they said, cool, here's all the stuff you can do, right? Not only... Did my grades plummet because for some reason they really value participation points and in class, hey, hey, uh, college, hey, college, you're not high school, okay? You're not high school, which means don't give out in-class quizzes. Do it all online. No one wants to take a fucking pencil out of their backpack after you graduate high school, don't do it. There are online resources for a fucking reason, okay? Don't do it. But somehow, a couple of my teachers missed the memo and fucking all their classes had in-class quizzes. Not only did they not tell me that they were all going to be in-class quizzes, but they didn't tell me how I would be able to remake them, make them up or help my grade in any way. And I think it is absolutely ridiculous that I have to fear going on a three-week trip to another, an international three-week trip, I have to fear it and regret it because of the grades that I have in college. I think that's stupid. If you are planning on going on a trip during some time in school, say, fuck you, institution. Fuck you, college. Go take that trip and get the most out of it possible because you know that that trip's going to be more worth a million times more it's going to be worth a million times more to you than taking a fucking class where you sit in a goddamn chair with 200 other kids for an hour and 50 minutes listening to someone who didn't make their dreams come true tell you about what you should be doing don't take advice from people that aren't successful if you're a teacher at Oregon State and you're in the business or, you know, economics, marketing, anything in the business college, 
something in your life went wrong. Because I know that these teachers had real dreams. They had things that they wanted to do with their lives. And they decided maybe they did a couple of them. Maybe they did, right? I'm not saying every teacher failed, but I'm saying that some of these people maybe did go out and do the things they wanted to do and then came back to teaching, and that's okay. But for the people that didn't, who passed themselves off as a businessman or woman or entrepreneur, but are teaching classes at a college, somewhere and down the line, you fucked up. Because if being rich was easy or going after your dreams was easy, everyone would do it. And clearly, these people aren't. Unless your dream is to teach, in which case, go right ahead. Have fun with that, right? That's not my dream. I want to network. I want to do things with my life. And I'm sure a whole lot of you that are listening to this think the same way. And so the fact that I have to think that I have to regret or second guess my choice to go on this trip because of how poorly it my grades reflected it is absolutely ridiculous and it's unacceptable. If I were to go on that trip again, I would expect my teachers to go, oh, that's great. And then if I say, hey, uh, what can I do to keep my grades up? They'll say, oh, that's great. Uh, You're going to be missing a couple of these things, but here are some extra things that you can do to make those grades up. They don't give you makeup shit. They don't give you stuff to help your grade after the date of whatever has passed. The day I got back to school, the day I got back to school, from Barcelona, well, you know, I flew back home to Portland and drove back down, was my mar- the first class that I got back to after this trip, the very first one, was a midterm in marketing. And I studied 0%, and I got a B on it. Cool. But still, huh? What? Hey, teacher, let me take it a couple days after. Let me study a little bit. Let me do a little bit more, right? Oh, you didn't tell me there was a final? Oh, I should have known? Oh, did I not tell you I was in Barca? Oh, your fault, okay? I did what I could. And I've accepted that my grades are probably not going to be very good this term. And you know what? That's fine. Because I don't give a fuck what a college thinks about me. And I certainly don't think, and I certainly will not accept that society looks at you because of a three-digit number that determines your your intellect, your intelligence, how well you can do. You know what that GPA score is? It's basically telling you, how good can I listen to other people? How, how good can I take direction, right? If you're like me, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're a businessman, the last thing you want to do is take directions from someone else. You get what I mean? Now, I know this, is, this, this, this rant that I've been going on has gone in a million fucking directions, and you're probably confused by this point, but I just want to summarize it with, if I have to second guess going on an international trip because I'm afraid of my grades dropping, there's something wrong with the college. Because I know that when people go on these trips, because I know I'm not the only one that goes on these trips or has to miss a bunch of school for something, you'll, most of you are probably proactive or your parents are going to remind you, hey, bud, you should probably talk to your parents, uh, talk to your teachers about what, what, you know, what work you're missing, right? And talk to them. And of course, you're probably going to do that. But remember, keep in mind what they say. They're probably like, oh, that's really cool. Awesome. And that's it. Right? They're like, oh, just do the work on Canvas. Canvas, if you don't know, is like the online hub where all your classes are, where Oregon State and I'm sure a million other colleges use that help, you know, oh, th- you know, these are all your due dates. These are all the classes you're taking, all the modules, all that kind of shit. 
and I, I just think it's kind of ridiculous. I honestly think it's pretty, pretty preposterous that, that the teachers are not encouraging me to go, but are telling me what I'm going to miss and what, how poorly my grade is going to be when I get back. Really? I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, it's, uh, it's unbelievable. Um, and I know a bunch of you feel the same way because I'm not the only one that takes international trips during the school year. And especially, I mean, like I could have fucking written up something. I could have tailored, I could have done a huge paper, right? If the teacher said, Hey, for you to make up these points, I want you to write a thousand word paper about what you learned in Barcelona. Fucking great. I'm on that shit. I'm ready to go. I got it down, right? And I could have tailored that paper to any of the classes I took based on what I learned in Barcelona because I really wanted to experience Barcelona. I didn't study a damn second while I was there because I'm not going to I'm not going to be reminded of the thing I'm getting away from while I'm there. Hell fucking no. And I'm sure a lot of you think the same way. That's like when you go on, you know, when you go on vacation, you look at your work emails. Now, I have to do that and I like looking at work emails, but you know what I mean. So, you know, I just think it's kind of ridiculous. Um, and the cost of, nobody tells you about this kind of shit when you're in college. And for all the people that are listening that aren't in college yet, which probably isn't many, but if you are someone that isn't in college yet and you're thinking about what college you want to go to, or if you even want to go to college, keep very, keep in mind, be very, very, very diligent about what the real cost is when you get there. Not all the partying, not all the girls, not all the drunk hookups, not all the alcohol, not all the weed you're going to smoke, not all the friends you're going to make, right? Oh, I guess you're friends, but think about the real cost. What's it going to do to your mental health, your physical health? Freshman 15 is a real thing, okay? No one, and I did a YouTube video on this a long time ago, but I read that the average amount of hours that a student studies in college is 18 hours. Huh? Wait, what? Are you out of your fucking mind? No person should ever have to study 18 hours a week on classes that will probably never matter. Are you serious? 18 hours? Get the fuck out of here. Now, be very, just be, do your, do your due diligence and understand what the real cost is of going to college and what things could possibly happen in college. Now, college for me has been incredible because I've met my business partner, I actually built something, and I found what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. But for a lot of people that don't have the, um, you know, the same dreams as me or, you know, want to do something else with their life, and that's fine. But remember, if you can do something without college, don't go to college. Entrepreneurs, don't go to college. It's a bad idea. It's a waste of time. It's a waste of money. And for everyone else that are doing, you know, whatever they're doing for their careers, just really think hard about what you may be sacrificing coming to college. It's basically a huge scam. You're spending, at Oregon State at least, $25,000 a year for what? Then they're going to charge you for books, parking tickets, because for some reason they don't make parking free. Huh? Hey, we're kids. Fucking let us park where we want, okay? We're already paying enough fucking money as it is, right? 
it's it's unbelievable that how many little things college charges you for that you don't understand or don't realize how meticulously monetized college is and that's something i never learned when i was in high school so do you do your guys do yourself a favor think about it look at actual facts look at how you want your next four years to be and then make the decision because the real cost of college is a lot more than just drinking and partying and the mental stress that it puts on you if you actually want to do good in classes and not just do bare bones because you got other shit going on if you really really want to take that on then go ahead but it's a goddamn scam so Thank you guys for listening. I know this went on a little bit longer. It was a little bit uh, kind of crazy over the top and in a bunch of different directions, but I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you so much. Um, feel free to like, comment. Thank you. Um, share it. If all of you guys that listen, just share it once. Um, I would be eternally grateful. Um, and I will catch you guys soon. I'm off to Israel in a couple of weeks, um, partly for a program in business and partly for vacation. Um, I'll hopefully get one out before I leave um, to keep you guys satisfied. So thank you so much again, and uh, I'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out.